Welcome to Audio of the Divine Principle, a daily reading of the Divine Principle, which is the core text of the Unificationist community. Section 3 Jesus and Fallen People A fallen person has nothing of the value of a true person who has completed the purpose of creation. Rather, he has fallen to such a lowly status that he looks up to the angels, who were created to be his subordinates. On the other hand, because Jesus came with the full value of a true person who has completed the purpose of creation, all things are put in subjugation under him. A fallen person with original sin is stained with the condition through which Satan can attack him. On the other hand, Jesus, having no original sin, has no condition in himself for Satan to invade him. A fallen person cannot fathom the will and heart of God. At most, he can catch only a glimpse of them. In contrast, Jesus not only understood the will and heart of God thoroughly, he also experienced God's heart as his own reality in his daily life. A person has virtually none of his original value as long as he remains in the fallen state. If, however, he were to be reborn spiritually and physically through Jesus the true parent and become his good child, cleansed of the original sin, he would be restored as a true person who has perfected the purpose of creation, like Jesus Christ himself. His relationship with Jesus would then be the human relationship of a child with his parent. Even though their relationship will always maintain the vertical order of parent and child, their original values do not differ in the least. Thus, Christ is the head of the church, and we are his body and members. Jesus is the main temple, and we are the branch temples. Jesus is the vine, and we are the branches. We, the wild olive shoots, are to be engrafted with Jesus, the true olive tree, before we can become true olive trees ourselves. Accordingly, Jesus called us my friends, and it is written that when he appears, we shall be like him. Jesus alone is the first fruits, but as his return, we who belong to Christ will be the next. Section 4 Rebirth and the Trinity The doctrine of the Trinity has remained one of the most mysterious topics in Christian theology. Moreover, the related doctrine of rebirth, though seemingly evident to all, also needs deeper elucidation. We will examine these doctrines in this section. Section 4.1 Rebirth Section 4.1.1 Jesus and the Holy Spirit and their mission to give rebirth Jesus told Nicodemus, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born anew, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Rebirth means to be born a second time. Why must fallen people be born anew? Had Adam and Eve realized the ideal of creation and become the true parents of humanity, they would have borne good children without original sin and formed the kingdom of heaven on earth. However, Adam and Eve fell and became evil parents, multiplying evil children who created this hell on earth. Hence, as Jesus told Nicodemus, fallen people cannot see the kingdom of God unless they are first born anew. 
as children without original sin. We cannot be born without parents. Who then are the good parents through whom we can be born again, cleansed of the original sin and able to enter the kingdom of God? Parents who have original sin cannot give birth to good children who do not have original sin. Certainly, it is impossible to find sinless parents among fallen humankind. These parents must descend from heaven. Jesus was the parent who came from heaven. He came as the true father in order to give rebirth to fallen people, transforming them into good children, thoroughly cleansed of original sin and fit to build the kingdom of heaven on earth. Thus, it is written in the Bible, By His great mercy, we have been born anew to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Jesus came as the true Father, whom Adam had failed to become. For this reason, the Bible speaks of him as the last Adam and the everlasting Father. However, a father alone cannot give birth to children. There must be a true mother as well as a true father for fallen children to be reborn as good children. The Holy Spirit came as the true mother. This is why Jesus told Nicodemus that no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born anew through the Holy Spirit. There are many who have received the revelation that the Holy Spirit is feminine. This is because the Holy Spirit comes as the true mother or second Eve. Since the Holy Spirit is the feminine aspect of divinity, without first receiving her, we cannot go before Jesus as his brides. Being feminine, the Holy Spirit consoles and moves the hearts of people. She cleanses people's sin, thereby atoning for the sin which Eve committed. Jesus, the masculine Lord, works in heaven, Yang, while the Holy Spirit, his feminine counterpart, works on the earth, Yin. Section 4.1.2 Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Dual Characteristics of the Logos Logos is the Greek word for rational principle or the word. The Bible indicates that the Logos is an object partner to God, engaged in a reciprocal relationship with Him. Since God, the subject partner of the Logos, exists with dual characteristics, the Logos as His object partner should also be composed of dual characteristics. If the Logos were without dual characteristics, all things made through it would not be composed of dual characteristics. Adam and Eve, the embodied object partners of God in image, were created separately out of the dual characteristics of the Logos. Had Adam as a man realized the ideal of creation and become the tree of life, and had Eve as a woman realized the ideal of creation and fulfilled the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they would have stood together as the true parents of humankind. They would have fulfilled God's three great blessings and established the kingdom of God on earth. Instead, because they fell, this world became an earthly hell. Therefore, to give rebirth to fallen people, Jesus came as the second Adam, the true father of humankind, with the mission symbolized by the tree of life. This being the case, should there not also have come the true mother of humankind? the second Eve with the mission symbolized by the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the one who has come as the true mother to give rebirth to fallen people is the Holy Spirit. Section 4.1.3 Spiritual Rebirth Through Jesus and the Holy Spirit
A new life is born through the love of parents. When we believe in Jesus as the Savior through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we receive the love of the spiritual true parents, which is generated through the give and take between Jesus, the spiritual true Father, and the Holy Spirit, the spiritual true Mother. Through this love, new life is infused into us and our spirits are reborn as new selves. This is spiritual rebirth. Nevertheless, since human beings fell both spiritually and physically, we must be cleansed of original sin by being born again, both spiritually and physically. Christ must return to earth to grant physical salvation to humanity, which is to be realized through our physical rebirth. Section 4.2 The Trinity According to the principle of creation, God's purpose of creation is completed based upon the four-position foundation, which is established by fulfilling the three-object purpose through origin, division, union, action. To fulfill the purpose of creation, Jesus and the Holy Spirit stand before God as object partners who separately manifest the dual characteristics of God. They unite through the give and take with each other, with God as the center and form the four-position foundation. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit thus become one, and this oneness constitutes the Trinity. Originally, God's purpose for creating Adam and Eve was to form a trinity by raising them to be the true parents of humankind, united in harmonious oneness as husband and wife, centered on God in a four-position foundation. If Adam and Eve had not fallen, but had formed this trinity with God and become the true parents who could multiply good children, the descendants would have also become good husbands and wives with God as the center of their lives. Each couple would thus have formed a trinity with God. The kingdom of heaven on earth, fulfilling God's three great blessings, would have been realized at that time. Instead, when Adam and Eve fell, they formed a four-position foundation with Satan as their center. In other words, they formed a fallen trinity with Satan. Their descendants likewise have continued to form trinities with Satan, and so to build a corrupt and immoral society. Since the fall, God has worked for the day when he could give rebirth to people and join them in trinities with himself. For this purpose, God intended to exalt Jesus and his bride as the second Adam and Eve to become the true parents of humanity. However, the resurrected Jesus and the Holy Spirit in oneness with God could form only a spiritual trinity. They could fulfill only the mission of spiritual true parents. Thus, Jesus and the Holy Spirit have been giving spiritual rebirth to people of faith as their spiritual children, restoring them to spiritual trinities. Christ must return in the flesh and find his bride. They will form on the earth a perfect trinity with God and become true parents both spiritually and physically. They will give fallen people rebirth both spiritually and physically, removing their original sin and enabling them to build trinities on earth with God as the center. When fallen people are restored to the point where they can establish two four-position foundations centered on God, they will finally be able to build the kingdom of heaven on earth where God's three great blessings are fulfilled.